everyone, it's Matt, and this is Lucas, and this is Thanks for Playing, the podcast where we break down the most iconic video games the world has to offer. Ho! Woo! Let's fucking go! Uh, oh man, I gotta open with um, just a little, little tidbit from today that was crazy. Um, I'm apparently very easily um, having my mind read lately, because um, I was climbing today, and I was talking to my buddy, my climbing friend, Casper. Shout out Casper if he listens. I think he might sometimes. And uh, we're talking about Baldur's Gate. He's like, hey. Ooh. What, um, and for context, he had previously guessed that I was a chic main in Smash. Wow. And, okay. so, <laughs> and so he's like, hey, let me, uh, let me try and guess your uh, Baldur's Gate party. He's like, um, <laughs> all right. Well, um, first you have to tell me so I can, you know, I know how many to guess. All right. Let me guess. You're a... Uh, your custom get made character, aren't you? Mm. I'm like, yep. It's like, all right. And I'm like, I'm a Drew. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. And he goes, um, let me guess. I think you have um, a Sterian in your party. I do indeed. You do? I do. <laughs> oh, wow. I need a rogue, baby. And it's like, all right. And then I have a feeling, as all men do, you have Shadow Heart in your mm-hmm. party. That's, yeah. And of course I do. Of course I do. <laughs> and then finally, he named me with the most fiery babe and all of Baldur's gays like you probably have Carlac in your Carlac. party too and to be fair I actually rotate either Carlac or Styrian out depending on the situation but Carlac is that, that trifecta is my um my go to and not only did he stop there or he did not stop there we started talking about soccer too and he's like I bet you played right back didn't you and I did play Whoa, right back dude who is this guy <laughs> <laughs> uh, I played outside right back which is um Got a little weird. I was like, Casper, like, is this like a you situation? Like, dang, um, the TV show. But um, yeah, I just wanted to open with that because that was pretty funny. Um, shout out to Casper. Oh, boy. Um, we got a fun one today, everyone. Lucas, how's it going? Hot Mickey, how's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, three day weekend. It's been pretty chill. Uh, I spent some time with some family over the weekend. Spent some time with you guys over the weekend watching yes. the Rams lose to the Lions. Very sad. But hey, we got to hang out. We got to hang out. Uh, I'm the, the I think Matt, you said it best is like, it's always sad when your team's out in the playoffs because you don't get to get together to watch more playoff games. So yeah, that's I realized like, very yeah, quickly. I, I only wanted them to win so we could keep like, so we can do the next one next week. Yeah, but yeah. we we won't. Which is why I loved so much um, the Lakers playoffs run. Oh last yeah, year. It dude, was a lot of fun. We had we watched so many games together. It was awesome. But yeah. uh, hopefully they, they have all the hopefully don't they do it again. We. we uh, we will have Dodger yes. baseball in about two, three, two and a half months. Yeah, they're just going to get a uh, yeah. playoff slot the first month of the season. So that'll be nice. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. Just be given to them. Ooh, all right. We got a lot to talk about today. And I just want to really quickly before we dive in anymore, shout out. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned it yet, but, uh, you know, it is an election year in which I'm sure we'll have a mildly comedic episode depending on the outcome um <laughs> second election wanna, episode that we've ever second done election crazy. episode which is crazy you know a full four-year cycle of doing this podcast but more importantly it'll be the sequel to the greatest greatest jesus the greatest podcast episode title of all time election night simps <laughs> who came, um, was that you or me that came I, up with that? I think it might have i honestly i i don't remember um it's probably me I, I know for sure you had the, our nice guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think Election Night Sims probably came from you. You're more, better with the titles. But yeah, honestly, best title we've ever had on anything. No one will ever top that. 
it, it's just such a good podcast title, Election Night Sims. Part two coming um, up in November. Part two. I know. Oh my god. That's I'm, crazy that we record. So okay, it's crazy to think that we recorded a podcast episode on election night in 2020. That's kind of crazy. I, I got to go back and listen to yeah. that one. It's probably pretty, pretty wild. I know. The world was it's, very um, different. Times. Actually, yeah, that'd be that'd be a fun thing. Well, time capsule to, we actually. got in our uh, It is. On, honestly, that's what's kind of sick about the podcast. It is like a little time capsule in many ways. You know, I'm like, oh, I was in San Diego living there when we recorded yeah. that. Sometimes you could hear the sadness in your voice or my voice when a really, really tough thing <laughs> happened in our life. So <laughs> just, yeah, certain episodes are just like, man, yeah, I was going through I it. Know, there's like specific months. I'm like, I don't need to revisit those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then Mickey's going to have that exact same experience in three more years. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm excited. Yes, oh, yeah. Sir. By the way, Mickey, the stream. Good stuff, man. I can't believe you won that yeah, game. Mickey, yeah. yeah. Mickey's been streaming on uh, Mondays before our podcast recordings, and he just streamed a game of League of Legends that he somehow won. Yeah, I, 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 I streamed two games of League today. It would have been more, but uh, I took a little nap and woke up like at 6.30. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Cheeky little nap. Little Cheeky little nap. Monday evening nap, Mickey. <laughs> Love it. Little, yeah, little Monday evening nap. Uh, but uh, yeah, I streamed two games. One was just a pretty solid Huey game. I've been having a ton of fun with the new mm-hmm. champion. I've been spamming him nonstop. Uh, and then Huey got banned the second game. So I went to my my pride and true Lissandra, who's been my uh, pretty much my one trick uh, for the past like two Hell years. Yeah. Uh, and then when I did my placements, because new season just started with like a ton of new changes to the league map, I new items, more, more neutral objectives. Uh, I got placed into plat four, which I was emerald two, I think, to end last season. So it was quite a bit, a bit of a downgrade. <laughs> it's okay, so I've Vicky. been trying to get back to em- <laughs> I've been trying to get back to emerald because I can't stand being in plat. <laughs> And I'm in I'm plot one sixty nine LP. Okay, right okay, we're almost there. Good stuff. We're almost there. I need I need. Two okay, more cool. Wins. Well, we'll yeah. stream it, please. We will watch it. We'll be watching it. We got the vod too, so we could always go back and uh, we do got the and edit some highlights. Yeah, if if you want to see me tilt out of my mind, yeah, go check out the <laughs> Monday night stream yeah. from uh, on January. Yeah, 15th. you were pretty pissed. That was um, I was so <laughs> mad at my team. My 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 top and jungle were like. Uh, one and twelve going into like fifteen minutes. It was disgusting. I was I was furious, and then Ezreal was just being a KDA player. Were you being mean to them in the in the game chat? No, no, no I, I I never chat. Mm. I, I almost never just talk. In mute all chat, right when you walk in, I, except when uh, like I I my trundle will try to gank a fizz. One trundle doesn't have any CC besides this stupid pillar, and that that's not gonna do shit to fizz. It's not, and I didn't have my alt. So like, what what am I? What are we gonna do there? So he just chases down the fizz. Yorick jungle comes out, and then they beat the shit out of the jungle. Who does not flash because he took smite ghost. Matt is just Matt. Oh, Matt is fuck. just disassociating. I'm loving this conversation. Matt's just disassociating right there. I see it. <laughs> I, was just, I was thinking about the finals. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's a game I can understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hey man, I'm the best Lulu to, to ever do it. More. Should we uh, should Shoot we talk some topics? I got some. I got a topic. I got a topic yeah. for you guys. I want to talk about a Jump little in, bit. Baby. Um, okay, so um, th- there's something that came up recently. Uh, they are actually talking about this on IGN Game Scoop. I'm not sure if you guys heard about it, but the new Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown game is apparently really good. Um, pe- it's getting like a. I did hear great things. Yeah, about it's it. getting a ton of praise. 
Um, you know, it's a it's a Metroidvania style game, so it's not exactly a Mac game. Mickey, I think you and I might enjoy this kind of game. It, apparently, it's you know, it's like a Hollow Knight or like a Metroid, but apparently, it's very challenge. Oh, it's very it? challenging. Some boss fights are actually really hard. I wouldn't have guessed yeah, that. Yeah, and it's got fast travel. It's got a huge map. It's all two D. It looks really sick. Um, but one big thing is uh, the there is AI generated voices in the game. Um, <clears throat> there's a like kind of a narrator from what I gather. I haven't played the game yet, but there's like a narrator that talks uh, in certain voice lines throughout the game. You could actually Google it and find a, an article on IGN.com. Uh, and it's AI generated voice. It's actually a very common AI generated voice. You hear it all the time on TikTok. Uh, it's slightly edited with like a little bit of a vocal effect, I believe. Um, and then of course, we've been playing a ton of the finals and it's all AI generated commentators um, when you're actually playing the game. So the commentary over the, the fake commentary over the kind of virtual game world is all AI generated. Um, according to Ubisoft, uh, this was not intentional and it was actually placeholder AI voice text. Um, placeholders are used all the time and then they apparently forgot to replace this one. Kind of sounds like BS to me. It sounds like they just got caught using AI generated voices and they're just kind of backtracking a little bit, but the finals fully embraces it and they just say, yep, it's AI generated. To, to be fair, I think the finals uh, voices was convincing enough to where, like, if you weren't in the know of the decision, like, say, like, the QAs went in there and they didn't know those were placeholders, they would think that those were the real there, things. I had no idea that the finals was AI. Yeah, I really? I, I, I feel day, like I caught it right away. The day I found out was also the same day earlier in the day I had a thought, like, man, the finals voice... <laughs> the Finals commentators are so good. Yeah, <laughs> and they're con- yeah. <laughs> they're also constantly making up new lines. Apparently, like they're learning yeah. and like coming up with new quips and new things to say. Which sometimes you play the finals and you hear it and you're like, oh, I didn't hear. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to ask you guys if you think that this is a good thing. Uh, should this become common practice? Do you see this happening more? Uh, just start with you, Matt. Uh, I think it's a bad thing, um, you know. Despite my generally, you know, capitalist agenda, I um, I'm not a fan of eliminating jobs, which this ultimately does. You know, if I gen, you know, I I generally, at least if I hear like a TikTok or something, right, or like, you know, a, a random YouTube video, I feel like I can usually tell if something's some like in a shitty AI voice. Like I said, I at least for me, maybe you caught on, Lucas. I genuinely did not even question the fact that. The fi- I thought the finals announcers, I thought they were real people. And I'm like, oh, these are great. The inflection, their voice is really good. Um, to your point, like the lines always seem like relatively original. Um, and I was genuinely surprised to hear that they were fake. So to that effect, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty against this. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's good to eliminate jobs in the creative space. Um, you know, obviously there's been all the stuff with saga for recently and I don't know too many details on this and I have time to look into this, but I do know there was something recently where SAG-AFTRA announced some bigger deal with an, like a well-known AI voice company, basically, um, with like oh, how yeah, that I stuff can that. be used. And basically every major gaming um, voice actor, particularly Steve Blum, who obviously, as we know, did Cowboy Bebop, the English dub for that as well. Probably one of the better, well, definitely one of the better, one of the best um voice actors in America, in my opinion, but also one of the more well-known ones. His voice is very iconic, mm-hmm. deep, chocolatey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I love him. So good. Um, 
But he's like, you know, I do a lot of video games. That's like most of my income these days is like my projects that I work on are video games. And like none of them were consulted on this deal. Apparently none of like the higher um, people in the gaming sphere for Sagdafra. So uh, I think it's pretty disappointing. You know, actually, in fun fact, Steve Blum actually plays the main guy in Neon White. I don't know if any of you caught on to that. Yes. Yeah. I did know that. Um, But yeah, it's pretty disappointing. Um, You know, I'm... I think AI is going to, if you want to use AI to like find an error in a software writer, writer's code, like they're missing one digit, right? Great. I think that's great. If you want to use it to totally eliminate an industry of voice actors and, you know, I I think that's pretty shitty. So I'm against it. I think it's going to continue unless there's some very strict, like regulation put into it. And, you know, and you could even get away with it more in video games than you could in like a um, animated TV show or something like that, you know? So I think it's just going to be more and more rampant um, as devs try and save money where they can. The only positive I see from this is it could maybe help more indie games get off the ground mm-hmm. um, just because, you know, it's an easier way for them to save money. But the problems... And, the, and you know what? That's okay, I think, because um, he probably just didn't have that money to spend in the first place anyways. Um, but the problem is, is when a giant company like Ubisoft um, does this or, like, you know, a very big and up... No, I won't say they're big. I don't know anything about them other than the fact they made the finals, but like Embark. Uh, Embark, um, obviously, like a very quickly has become a well-known studio. Like, I don't know. It, it's kind of lame. It's kind of lame. Mm-hmm. And um, I, it, it worries me for the future of voice actors. Yeah. Mickey, what do you think? I am pretty much in full agreement with Matt. Uh, I think AI is interesting. Like, in general but when it starts like replacing uh the create uh the creative space where uh like people are starting to lose their jobs like that's definitely like terrible and i think the the worst part about ai is that there's not really any like heart behind any of like the the performance or the art piece. that's the problem like and these that's... like the finals are so good you <laughs> <laughs> sound so into it and I, I i think that's what like the spirit of art is is that like you can see what that person was thinking a lot of the times behind their performance mm-hmm. of that, that art piece and ai just like it it, it ruins that essentially what yeah. do we do, Mick? Do we got to start asking people for signatures outside of ONS? Sign a <laughs> petition. There's, how there's. Do we, do how we would tackle this. Like there has, there definitely has to be like regulations put. Yeah. In place. because for for starters, uh, like AI just inherently steals a lot of content. Yeah. Like it needs to get its. Uh, needs to be fed the info from somewhere. From yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. I- exactly. And uh, someone, uh, this OpenAI and Microsoft are actually in a lawsuit right now that they're losing. And I is it the Dolly one where some artists it. were complaining about them stealing the style? Yeah. Yes. It, 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 it was some, it was something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I know that OpenAI and Microsoft are in a lawsuit over. Uh, be, of, uh, it's basically copyright infringement. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Copyright yeah. Now, I m- my thought is. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you guys. I, I am against this. Uh, not a fan of it. I mean, you know, like the way I've seen it put the best is, you know, in order for something to be art, there needs to be an artist. 
So if there's no artist and AI is the artist, it's, it kind of ceases to like kind of pass over into the art realm in a way. And I think like what it's what it is in this case is just a utility and a way to cut a corner. Um, that's like all this voice oriented AI stuff is. Now, I think what's going to happen is kind of like what ends up happening with a lot of spaces like this, where like there becomes the cheaper option and the high water, like the high water mark, like the high quality option, essentially, like any super giant game will never be AI voice acted because super giant cares so much about their voice actors and cares so much about the performance they get out of voices. Like if you play Hades, all the voice acting in that game is amazing. Right. And if if anyone were to create an AI generated version where it's a fully voice acted indie game, but it's AI generated, I think that people will either be able to tell, at least in this stage of the game, or it'll lose sort of its artisanal like craftsmanship to it. And it, what it'll become is, hey, this developer went the extra mile. This de this developer actually like hired voice actors to get a performance out of it. And that will become like a selling point in and of itself for that thing, right? Where even if we get to the point where AI voice acting is nearly indistinguishable and you can nail performances and it sounds great, the headline is this developer used AI, right? As opposed to this developer used real people. And I think that like, you're never gonna be able to keep it a secret if you used AI or used real people. People are gonna know one way or the other from the development cycle and from the news. And the people that put real actors to work are going to get more praise and probably just be, you know, liked more, you know. So I think they'll get to a point where you really won't be able to fake it. Um, and if, if you are trying to fake it, I think the difference with the finals and Embark is they're pretty outward with that. Like they're pretty like, yeah, like we, we used it in this case and it's learning and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Ubisoft, they just got caught, in my opinion. I mean, I think they just got caught and it just doesn't it's not a good look for them, you know. Really quickly, I, I I will say I think I don't one hundred percent believe them, but it it is actually odd that they would voice act that whole game and then have just like this one character, like that. I don't know. Is it a major character? Do they have a lot of? Lines? I I think I think it might be. Hmm. It's odd. It, it's it's more odd to me that they would try and do that than just pay the extra for another voice actor at that point so yeah i mean forgetting to swap out an entire <laughs> every voice crazy. line asset also sounds equally as unbelievable. they're both stupid they're yeah. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i don't know game dev is weird and crazy so maybe maybe they did genuinely just make a mistake um but yeah, yeah it's interesting i i it honestly was a part of ai that i i felt like came so quick at us like so many tiktoks i see like 20 percent of tiktok news content out there is ai voice line stuff and it's it's kind of getting stupid. Like it's kind of getting like, okay, guys, like this. I don't want the information anymore. I want a real person telling me the information now. Yeah, it's it's actually so yeah. annoying. I I hate I hate that AI voice. Yeah, it, it and and they're, they're granted they're the AI voices for stuff are getting better, but I feel like for me as a consumer, I'm getting to the point where if if I know it's AI, I'd rather just have a real human being just tell me the news, like in front of my face rather yeah. than just like people are just creating like um there's a news tiktok account that uses the shark or the uh the news thing from spongebob do you guys know who i'm talking about like the breaking news uh, the, the, the fish, fish thing yeah, yeah there's a tiktok news. account that just makes news articles basically off that ai voice and just like puts together these videos and i skip it every time because like the first time i saw it i was like oh thanks for the information and the news that's cool and now i'm just like 
I'd rather just listen to an actual person or an actual creator tell me this story, even if it comes out like a, a, a at a later time or something. It yeah. just feels so phony, you know. So anyway, hopefully the market the market will decide all this kind of stuff anyway. Um, and I do think that people would ultimately choose to listen to real human beings. I also saw like a little uh, what what's it called it like a pushback because uh, I know both voice actors and artists have been like fighting against AI. But there is an example of like uh, there's a voice actor. Uh, I forget what her name is, but it's the voice actress who does uh, like Bubbles, Timmy Turner. Oh, yes. Uh, she does. She does a ton of different prominent roles, but she was like complaining about uh, AI voices. And then she went ahead and commissioned AI art and was like proud it was AI art. And she's like, do you understand? Is like, do you not understand you being a hypocrite right now? Like, you're fighting all this thing to like defend yourselves against oh, no. AI, your industry, and then you go ahead and ruin another another industry with yeah. AI. Tara Strong, so like, see that one is yeah, yeah. legend. That's honestly, a legendary voice actress as well. It's done a million voices. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we'll see how things go. We'll see how things shake out. Um, what do you guys got? I got more topics, but, um, Matt, you got any headlines on your side? Well, one, I just want to open with, um, if I repeated, I know I announced I was getting it. If I, the MetaQuest, I got it. Yeah. Did I, I don't think we've recorded since I actually got it. I think you did. Did you? I think you did. I think you recorded last week, but we recorded on Tuesday last week and I got it Wednesday. I think you did. He was (sighs) talking. Oh, I don't think you mentioned you got it. So I did get it. But you, you said, yeah, you, you did mention that you. You got it, but you didn't. So have I it. got Let's it. Hear it. It came in last week, Wednesday. Um, you know, it's pretty fucking cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, in particular, the mixed reality is really cool. I'll have to post this in the podcast Discord, actually. Which, by the way, everyone, if you want to join the podcast Discord, um, go to our website, thanksforplaying.live, or our uh, link tree and any of our social media handles at TFP Podcasts with an S at the end. You can find it there. Um. But I, I sent like a video to the boys of where I'm wearing the headset and using the mixed reality function. And like, I can literally just like basically carry around like a, a web browser with me through my house. I'm not even using the controller. I'm just using my the hand tracking, right? And I can totally, it's totally functional in just that manner. And I'm just like doing my chores or whatever with the headset on. And I don't know, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, it makes me even more excited for, or more, I guess, intriguing might be the better word for what the Apple Pro will be like. Because I mean, this is a $500 piece of tech, which is... You know, very expensive in its own right, but the Apple Vision Pro is going to be like 3500 or something. So very curious for that, but I'm excited to play around more with the mixed reality on that. One thing I'm actually, I really wanted to start doing is um, I kind of want to try and start learning Spanish more proficiently. I know very, very rudimentary Spanish. By that, I mean like what a two-year-old, not even a two-year-old, like a one-year-old is learning within <laughs> their first six months of life. Um, and there's a an app that's pretty popular on the MetaQuest called Immersion. And it's just like, oh, cool. puts you in like basically like classes oh. in VR that you can take. So I might check that out. Um, the games are really cool. Um, you know, I didn't really notice any issues with the hand tracking, which is something I was concerned about coming from the vet, the index, which I tried out for a bit. But um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty lit. Um, it's very fun. I've been having a lot of fun. I'm working through super hot VR right now. Um, that's a very fun game. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to dive more into it and oh, yeah. keep everyone posted and let all of you try it out when we have a shot. Um, honestly, I was going to bring it to football on Sunday. I was considering it, but like you genuinely need room to play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, there's like, we'll, we'll host something yeah. at your place in the coming yeah. weeks. And even sure. then, like 
I'm like the bare minimum when I push my couch out. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, real quick though, I did just want to mention a couple things off the bat. Uh, one, Last of Us Part Two. Well, I guess the the Last of Us TV show for its second season has cast its Abby. Um, for those that aren't familiar, Abby's like one of the main antagonists um, in Last of Us Part Two. Very um, muscular, you know, very strong uh, girl. And I'm a little, and you know, this is straight from IGN, and I honestly, I, I kind of agree with them. Caitlin Dever, well, I've Dever, well, I don't doubt she's a great actress. She seems relatively um, more petite, so I'm very curious to see if she's really going to buff up because, you know, I haven't played Last of Us Part Two, but as I understand, uh, that character is very like their physicality is a big part of what makes that character so intimidating. So I'm interested to see if she's really going to buff up and really own that. Um, Cause I think that's a big part of the character. So excited for that. Um, and really quick too, I just want to knock a few out here. Um, who remembers game shark? Use your hand. Yep. Mickey, you remember game shark? The GTA yeah. thing? Like plugged it into your game boy and then like, did you guys it, ever yeah. use it? Uh-huh. I used it for Pokemon a little bit. Yes, okay, okay. I I had a Game Genie on the SNES that's like predates it even, and then uh-huh. I had a Power uh, yeah. Saves uh, action replay thing way back on the GameCube. Oh, you know what? I had action replay, not Game Shark. Okay, that's what I had. Yeah. I, I did have Game Shark for my N sixty four, and I used it a ton with uh, what's we call it, Goldeneye. Mm. It was so fun. So on that note, Game Shark. Um, so first off, apparently they're still around. I have no idea how. I That's I couldn't really find information on them or like what their parent company is. It was actually kind of difficult to find. But uh, in a press release recently, uh, just last week, they announced that they were going to be working on what they call is an AI shark, which is essentially going to be an in-game like assistant almost. Whoa! I think primarily for single-player games, it's going to basically give you recommendations on like hints based off like your gameplay and like what you should do to improve your gameplay, stuff like that. Um, and they announced this saying <laughs> that, Oh yeah. AI shark is going to release likely around September, 2024. You know, when the switch two is coming out, is what they said. <laughs> Dude, they the, uh, the quote is the official launch is planned to coincide with the Nintendo switch two in September, 2024. Oh the then backtrack saying they didn't have official confirmation that it was September, but rather that it was just a loose fall estimation. And then they backtracked even further saying that they know nothing basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so, it's, so the switch um, is coming out. Switch two is coming out in September. Yeah. yeah. It's coming out September. So. I, I, you think Hollow Knight's coming out September too? Oh What's God. that Mickey? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh, oh Mickey. Yes. I hope so. To coincide. <laughs> So my question for you guys is, um, do we, what, what would make the switch to a good console, right? Is it just simply going to be resing up the graphics or is it going to be, you know, reworking, um, you know, reworking the formula on the controllers or something like what's going to make the difference there? Cause the switch in itself is already an incredibly, you know, successful console and sure does it have its graphical limitations? Yes. But as we've discussed many times on this podcast, it managed to squeeze Legend of Zelda into what? 16 gigs. gigabytes? Mm-hmm. It's incredible. So like what would make the Switch 2 enough for you all to want I, to purchase I could, it? I could start. I could start. I got this yeah. one. Um, honestly, say this as a huge Nintendo fan. I love my Switch. I wouldn't buy a Switch 2 if it came out this year. I, I really don't have space for it. Uh, and I don't mean that physically. I, I mean like, you know, I don't 
figuratively have enough space for a switch two. I don't I don't see an meantime. Well, I just don't see a need for even even if the switch two had better graphics, um, if it had a stronger engine behind it, better graphics card, more memory, any of that kind of stuff. I mean, there's already like there's already stronger handhelds on the market right now that are emerging. And I do have a Steam Deck, which which kind of holds the place of an upscaled Switch 2, although it can't play Nintendo games right now, right? So I, the, the appeal of the Switch to me is that it is lightweight, great on battery, um, like easy to carry around, you know? And like, there, that is a real cost, right? Because even when I carry my Steam Deck around, you know, it weighs more, it has just, it's louder, it gets hotter, it doesn't have great battery life. But if I'm going on a plane... And for a long plane ride, I'm bringing the Switch with me. You know what I mean? And it's lightweight. It's great. I can play Mario Kart uh, uh, with my partner on the plane. That's a huge appeal. You know, and the Switch is just kind of has had and continues to have the appeal that it's always had, which is great battery, lightweight, multiplayer Nintendo, right? And I just don't think the other handhelds are really in that space right now. And the Switch 2, if they went for more power, they cannot sacrifice anything that I just said. And... um, Honestly, there's with with what we've been able to play on the Switch for so long now, yeah, I could see us getting kind of the up to the current generation where we can play the next slate of Nintendo games that they're developing for, like Metroid Prime 4 will probably be on the Switch too. Maybe that's why it got delayed, right? Uh, the next Mario game, gonna be on the Switch too, whatever that is, but it has to maintain what it has right now. And until I see those games, there's no need to buy the Switch too. Yeah, I'm like sort of in agreement with Lucas. Like my primary reason for the pretty much getting any Nintendo console is for the games. And Nintendo ga- Nintendo consoles on launch usually don't have a lot mm-hmm. of desirable games. Like with like me getting my Switch, I was late to the boat. I was I joined onto the Switch bandwagon like three, four years after release. Like it I I've never really gonna be buying a console like right mm-hmm. on release i almost never do yeah i know until we see what's on it right because i remember the switch one the launch title was breath of the wild so i got it day one for sure um hey don't forget one two, one, two oh my god dude what a piece of shit <laughs> um and then you know of course like nintendo went all in on the switch after it did so well at launch and they, they released so much stuff and now there's a ton of nintendo games on the, every the nintendo switch is basically what the wii u plus is, so it's like two console libraries in one because they developed everything else you know for the switch and i mean there just doesn't seem like there's oh, a yeah, need for, for the switch yeah. two right now uh yeah yeah i did forget that the Switch was pretty much what the Wii U. Was yeah, they. That's what everyone thought was Mario was Kart be. Eight Deluxe is was a Wii U title. People like our Mario Kart Eight was a Wii U title. People like totally forgot yeah, about that. I, yeah, I had it. I had yeah, it. I, I, I have a Wii U as actually. well. It's under the bed, collecting dust. Oh, do you? Yes. I, I, I don't have it anymore. I got oh wow. I uh, I got the collect. It's probably not worth shit anyway. But I got the collector's edition Wii U with Wind Waker on it. So the Wii U gamepad has like Zelda Hyrule, like Hylian insignia shit uh brothers for sure nerd that would buy that off you for I, i'll check prices while matt gives his opinion on uh on the switch too yeah honestly uh couldn't care less um i think to lucas's point you know for all my use cases for a switch too i have no need for like anything beyond what it already does um to mickey's point the games aren't that great um and just to a matt point I mean, the release games probably won't be that great. And to a Matt point, I'm not known for being the biggest Nintendo fan. It's not not what I'm known for. Um, 
the games that I have played on the Switch that I loved playing on the Switch were Nintendo games. Um, Hades. Um, I literally can't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> like Hades. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you buy your Switch for, Matt, when you got it? Dude, I don't know. Smash? Mario Kart? Oh, Smash. I bought it for Smash. That's why I bought it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so one Nintendo game. And honestly, I don't even know if I love Smash Ultimate. I have a... I don't you even do. know how I feel about Smash don't, these don't, days. Don't, no, don't, don't say that. You do. I love K. Rule. Uh, I love I'm, K. Rule. I only like Ultimate. I don't love it. I there, there you go. The Hot Mickey official. That's actually a really good take. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why is the Zelda... Okay, sorry, go ahead. It's got the price of the <laughs> Wii U for the Wind Waker edition. It's well, let's hear it. I don't really got it. It's $370. I don't know why it's so high. Bro, because people... Nerds, Nintendo, Nintendo prices never drop. Nerds love buying stuff. That's so great. The, yeah. Okay, the physical Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD for Wii U is $137 on Amazon. Yeah, Nintendo prices what never is drop wrong with usually people? increase over time. Are you saying the copy of the crazy. game? Is a, copy of the, a copy of the game. Bro, I'll never forget. I wanted to... You guys know Frankensons? Hell yeah, Frankensons. Yes. I was looking for a copy of Pokemon Soul Silver for the DS. Because for some reason, my dumb ass... Like, I think that came out either as I was entering college or as I was in college. Um, actually, help make you do a fact check on that. What year did that come out? <laughs> Um, uh, Soul, Silver? Soul Silver and Heart Gold. I do, ha- I do have a copy of Soul Silver. Um, and you know that's like my favorite era for Pokemon um, for multiple reasons. I just love Johto. I love Totodile. Two thousand nine. Mm. No, no, no. I can't be right for the three DS. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, September twelfth. It was around then. Yeah, I remember I was in high school oh. at the time. That's when it yeah. released. Well, it must have yeah. been. That's when I wanted to sense. buy it then, and I couldn't find a copy anymore. That's crazy. Wow. I just wow. Did I really not play that? Wow. I'm an idiot. Anyways, my point is, my point is, I really, I never got it unreleased around the time of release and i always regretted it um and i saw it frankincense they had a copy and i was like oh my god i want it and i was like it was like 150 bucks or something insane mm-hmm. um and i'm like man that's crazy yeah <laughs> just that defeated crazy <laughs> defeated yeah buying old nintendo games is such a pain i wonder how much melee is going for these days it's probably going for a lot yeah, yeah. um what were we talking about oh the switch 2 yeah uh, that's a it's a no from TFP. Sorry, Nintendo. And I'm saying again, huge Nintendo fan. I just until until like the games are not able to be made for the Switch anymore. There's no need for the Switch too. Yeah. Also, huge Nintendo fan while also being a big Nintendo hater. <laughs> somehow both those are true. Yes, I'm also waiting. Damn. So a sealed, unopened copy of Super Smash Brothers Melee. $7,500. No, it is not. Where do you, Where are you seeing that? I'll put the link in right now. That's insane. I was, I was going to guess like 300 Un- Unopened? God. It says Black Label product. VGA. I don't know what that means, but here, I'll put in the Riverside um, chat right now for no you guys to look way, at. No way, dude. Let me see this. I have to. Let, I'm gonna click on this link ridiculous. right the fuck now, dude. Oh, it's and like rated and everything. It. Oh my god! They I don't got know it, what that means. They though. got it graded. It's got a nine point eight out of ten. What is that? Can you, can someone explain that to me? Because that's how they do like trading. Yeah, cards yeah. Too, so right? basic basically, there's like uh, at any given time, there's like two or three entities that grade collectibles, um, and they're like kind of create the standardization for rating scales. Usually, it goes up to ten. Um, fun fact. Most cards, most collectible cards that you open from a pack, even when you open them up, are not tens because of shipping damages and things like that. So 
It's basically impossible to get a perfect score on any collectible item. This melee uh, copy looks sealed and looks graded at a 9.8. So it's basically a perfect um, verified sealed and all that kind of stuff. I'm not familiar with who graded this. Um, it must be WADA. Um, so yeah, let me, WADA must be the grading entity for this one. Um, Crazy. Yep. WADA. So yeah. Ugh, wow. That's disgusting. <laughs> Crazy what these people will do these days. Um, A Luigi's Mansion 9.6 water rated sealed game is fun fact um back in the day i definitely had a a a holographic zapdos it's definitely an atrocious condition even if i could find it in my parents house but uh, i'm I'm browsing online those bad boys are worth a lot of money bro um in my first pack of Yu-Gi-Oh magic ruler i opened up a toon blue eyes white dragon and then I brought it i brought it to elementary i brought it i brought it to school for show and tell and lost it like that week. No. Yeah. no. Nobody. Will, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very. I, I want to cry. Okay? Right now. Let um, me actually look it up. Let me look that one up. That'll be fun. Actually, do I want to get hurt? What, 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 uh, I actually know uh, some of the people that work at PSA who do the grade. Oh, oh really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me see how much money I lost. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, hang on. Well, this might not be a first edition. It's not. The, well, are you are you assuming it's PSA ten? Uh, well, yeah, it wouldn't be. It would not be. <laughs> yeah, it most likely would not be PSA ten. Uh, do you guys want to take a quick look at the top twenty best selling games of the year? Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Um, so uh, before we get to the top, um, top five, I'm just gonna skip through these real quick. Twenty is Remnant two, and for whatever reason, this chart doesn't have a lot of um sales figures i'll mention it if it does but i did fact check it against another chart and it did seem to be more or less accurate so this is from GameSpot. but 20 is remnant 2 19 is uh elden ring even though it came out in 2022 still one of the best selling that's crazy 18 is a uh, fifa 23 um again kind of crazy because it came out in 2022 uh 17 street fighter 6 hell yeah uh 16 final fantasy 16 huh, that worked out nicely um <laughs> 15 Super <laughs> Mario Brothers Wonder, uh, 14 Dead Island 2. Um, never played the first one, had one of the greatest game trailers of all time. Um, 13 MLB The Show 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12. Wait, is this copy sold or copies, just how much? Copy sold. Made? Well, it says best selling game, so I would. Okay, I, I would I would think copy sold. Yeah, most likely. Because I, I was wondering if like ongoing games were considered. No, because then it would just be Fortnite. It sounds like yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Um, EA Sports FC 24, 12. Uh, RE4 Remake, 11. Uh, Starfield, 10, which Crazy. actually surprises me. That many schmucks bought it when they could have just played Game Pass like I did. And didn't refund and it. didn't refund <laughs> it, yep. Uh, 9, Immortal Kombat 1, which I'm actually surprised it outsold, that out. It outsold Street Fighter. Yep. I'm surprised it outsold Street That's Fighter with less crazy. time, too. Yeah. Um. That, yeah. I will say that I've seen some mods that are pretty funny for that. I, I saw have a mod of, uh, of Woody fighting the old guy from Up. Yeah, I saw uh, that too. They, they've gone hard on that. Um, seven, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, or excuse, wait, what the hell? They had two sevens. Eight, Jedi Star Wars Survivor. Uh, seven, whatever. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, 2022. Interesting. Uh, six, Diablo 4. 
uh five madden 24 and uh four we got two Sp- any guesses spider-man spider-man two uh any guesses on three tears of the kingdom i think we're looking at the yes. same list Problem. Oh, you're cheating. Oh, good, you're cheating. <laughs> All right, Mickey can try and guess the last two. Uh, Mickey, what do you think uh, two is? God of War? No, that did not come out in 2023. Oh, no. oh. that you're right. That came out at the end of 2022. I mean, Elden Ring still made it. Yeah, but it wouldn't be tough. I'll give you a hint, Mickey. It is um, has a yearly release. Oh, a yearly release game? Uh... You already said COD. No, he did not say COD. As, yes, he did. He said Modern Warfare 2. I did. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Never mind. I said Modern Exactly, Mickey. I said Modern Warfare 2. Oh, there's an oh, there's, there's another COD that released? What are the COD? <laughs> Modern Warfare yes. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> um, and then number one was, guess, Mickey? Like, it was an early 2023 release that Matt and I played for the pod. Very controversial. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Hogwarts Legacy, um, 2023 best-selling game. Not at all surprised. Um, you know, probably one of the most widely anticipated games of the last while, I'd say. Um, and probably had the broadest appeal out of any game on this list so it makes a lot of sense it's crazy um, that Baldur's gate 3 is not on the list i'm blown away i know i noticed that too actually blown um, away. i think that makes sense i think despite it's, how great it is game. it is pretty niche yeah yeah i just um, thought the gamers would show up for that one how many real friends man yeah <laughs> how many of us uh what's it available on that's the thing too it's only on pc for the most part until recently yeah that's, That's a big true. One. Yeah. It not being on console is a big hurt to that. Very true. Very but yeah, true. Hogwarts Legacy. Um, guess what? J.K. Rowling wins again. <laughs> hey Matt, I got a um, question. I got a question. Blatantly yeah, no clarify: does, We win. do not support J.K. Rowling. I got. <laughs> I got a question for you, Matthew. So yes, there was a on the list. There's FIFA, or at least the list that I'm looking at, which might not be the same as yours. Uh, mm-hmm. FIFA 23 was a 2022 game and then ea sports fc was a 24 was a 2023 game is that is that do i have that correct yeah so a lot of sports games do that i think i mean it's the same thing with nfl 24 being on this list um where it'll basically be for the season like that season right so this like soccer well generally like this premier league season most european seasons are going to run from um you know summer fall 2023 into the summer of 2024 um so they do it by like the ending of that yeah gotcha okay they're quirky like that yeah 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 Yeah. i I think what's just so funny about like uh like sports games like fifa and madden is that they're just like in their own world of the gaming space they're just untouchable they're so so (laughs) massive too yeah they're massive but they're they don't really uh get involved with the rest of the gaming yeah. community. They're just out in their corner and their massive corner of the house just making lots of noise, but they they don't really go outside of their little yeah. corner. Well, it's doing Dude, it's <laughs> it's crazy like look, all three four sports games are on this list and two of them are FIFA games. So you have like FIFA, you have you have soccer, baseball and football are all like top 20 sellers of the list and they're kind of in the middle of the pack too. They're not like 
near the bottom or anything like that. Yeah, not the bottom. MLB The yeah. Show is number 13. That's crazy. I mean, I know it's a huge game, and we actually have, you know, friends of the program that just love this game. Shout out, Abel. And uh, it's just just huge. You forget how huge they are, truly. Yeah. And it's crazy how many people just buy every iteration. Yeah, and they it. always will. And they always will. I mean, same for Call of Duty, right? Call of Duty was number two on this list. Hell, there are two Call of Duties on this list. Yeah, that's true. Um, these people, people always buy, man. Yeah, they people really will. Uh, I, I own the newest Call of Duty. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Um, you try to get us all. I know to you buy were it. saying to buy it earlier too. You were just like, "Oh I man, I gotta say, guys, it's pretty, it's pretty fun." The new, the, they brought the old maps back. And then like that, that wore lasted... off in like two days. Yeah, it really did, bro. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, the realization was, oh my god, the only brought back the new map. <laughs> else, I, I didn't realize I just paid seventy dollars to play a game from two thousand ten or whatever. Yeah, not good, not good. Uh, I got a headline, but Mickey, what, what what do you got to talk about, man? I feel like you haven't brought the topic up. Uh, did you have anything? I don't think. Okay, I okay. Have I don't, I don't really I'll, I'll hit you guys with a with a topic here. I know you guys saw the I know you guys saw the list, so I'll hit you with one. Uh, okay, so Nintendo we know is going huge into movies and TV in the coming decade, at the very least. Personally, I think that uh, over the next several decades, Nintendo is really going to try and take over this new media space for them. Uh, we saw that The Last of Us is critically and commercially successful. We saw Twisted Metal do very well, and video game adaption IPs are here to stay. So my question to you guys is, what is the next great video game IP adaption coming out? And I'm talking, you know, it could be anything. Castlevania kind of kicked us off several years ago by having a great anime adaption on Netflix. What do you guys think? What are we seeing next? Oh, oh, I actually just saw a commercial. Do you know they're making a second season of Halo? Oh my yeah. god, no. Okay, I'm talking good, Mickey. I, no I mean idea. good stuff. Yeah, I know, I know. How did it get a second Dude, season? I don't know. Season one wasn't Dude, good. Yeah. I can't believe they made I can't believe they're doing a second season. That's crazy. That's wild to me. F- fucking ridiculous. So we've tried Halo, we've tried WoW, right? We just did a Dungeons and Dragons movie. What's the brand new one, Matthew? Well, I mean, we got a few coming out this year, right? We got the Borderlands movie mm-hmm. coming out in August. Okay. We got um, the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie coming out, which, of course, that's already established. But th- that's already yeah. been done. I, we, we, he's had new IP. Like movies, ba- games that haven't made in movies. Yeah. Yet. Okay. Borderlands, I think, will be good. Minecraft, right? Oh, yeah. Um, there's a few probably lesser known ones that I think are worth mentioning that you know have been announced that there is going to be some sort of movie made for them. Uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine was like a pretty like like a horror game, I believe, um, set with like a similar like art style to like what um, the the old school like drawing art style, like how uh, Cuphead was or like. Steve oh, Mickey. okay, yeah, just like nineteen twenties animation. Um, yeah, there's gonna be a Death Stranding movie by A twenty four. That's gonna be fire. I'm calling it crazy. There's going to be a Dead by Daylight film, which is crazy as well, because we already know there's going to be this super massive uh, game, um, which is going to be based off that lore. Uh, one I'm actually personally extremely excited for. I don't think either of you have played this game, but it's one I played in college, actually, during my what I consider my golden gaming days, where I was just playing random indie games that my laptop could play. Um, Firewatch. Firewatch mm, is a very... I like Firewatch. You should play Firewatch? Yeah. 
Oh, did. nice. Did you, Mickey, did you play? You didn't play Firewatch, did you, Mickey? I don't know what that That's is. Right. Uh, it's basically a game about a guy that has some trauma going on in his life. So he goes to um, like a, the wilderness to serve as a, in a Firewatch tower. And he kind of like builds a relationship with someone just via walkie-talkie and kind of has to explore like some mysteries that are going on around the park. Um, very emotional game. Very, very good. Um, basically like a really good walking simulator. Um, and then the Ghost of Tsushima is at some point going to be getting a uh getting a, a movie so those are the ones i'm most excited about i yeah. would love to see an eternal darkness film personally Ooh, but that's not going to happen not bad. yeah um but i mean just based off wikipedia granted like it's hard to say how many of these will truly come to fruition it's just like some of them are just announced but there's some pretty interesting ones coming up you know obviously we have legend of zelda there's gonna be a jack and daxter yeah uh oh yeah arcane movie, season which, two as well yeah. Oh, I can't wait for Arcane season two. That one. It's I'm been several years to. too. How, how, how'd you watch that, Mickey? You don't got Netflix. This is known. <laughs> uh, I did did it with a watch party. Oh yeah. See, oh, he oh, answered your way. question, Matt. Oh, you tried to get him. He and you didn't get him. Tried to get him. <laughs> um, personally, okay. So I got I got a couple of ones here. Uh, these are just ideas that I was coming up with. Um, the Resident Evil film series. The last installment, I think, was 2016. And the Resident, the Resident Evil movies have zero to do with the actual story in the Resident Evil games. And I think we could use a little bit of a soft reboot with the actual Resident Evil characters that we've come to know and love. Like Leon, like Chris Redfield. Um, I think there's some villains like like Ada, uh, Albert Wesker. I know Ada Wong is in the movies, but man, there's such a departure. And I think it would be really cool to have a more serious, toned down look at the Resident Evil series um, to be closer related to yeah, the video games. Yeah, all the movies have kind of flopped, right? Uh, well, they've made like six, so I don't think they've all flopped. I think there's just like an audience. Well, they've made money, but they're not good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want a high quality, critically successful version of these things. Um, and I think we need a reboot of Street Fighter as well, because they came out with movies in the nineties. They were horrifically campy, uh, and just like kind of mocked by cinema these days. Um, but I think we can do with a really solid, um, animated style, like Street Fighter. Series or movie, I'll take either one. Uh, and also, there's there was a rumor last year. Uh, I don't think anything else came from it. I never saw any news on it of a Dark Souls anime that Netflix was developing. And I would love oh. to see the Dark Souls world in video game or in either an anime or even a live action television that, show in a really dark. That genre. would that would be that would be interesting. Like I can definitely see that being like berserk esque. Yes, exactly. Berserk. But I mean, dark souls is so heavily inspired by berserk. I I could, I could totally see it working in its own new original form. Um, and there's just a lot of meat on the bone for dark souls. There's just so much lore. The worlds are so well built. Um, or honestly just straight up Elden ring adaption would be fire. If it was just like a straight series of Elden ring with just like Castlevania level quality, that would kill. That'd be fascinating. That'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. A couple I'm seeing in this list that like piqued my interest a bit. Uh, one would be a portal movie. I'm not sure how that <laughs> would go. That would be cool. As a cool idea, but like a big appeal of portal is the puzzles. And I'm not sure how they would adapt that. To I could see film. the humor working. I could see like the portal yeah. humor yeah, the, the, and the voice. The humor yeah. definitely would work a lot but i'm not sure how they would actually progress the story uh what else is here apparently a pac-man movie <laughs> might be coming what do you want mickey uh what do i want? <laughs> uh you don't know 
I would actually love uh, StarCraft. Uh, you think they could? Pull, do you think they'd be able to pull that off? I, 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 th- I, th- I think the campaign is like really good stuff. Yeah, and I think it it has a lot of good material to actually get. Adapted. Yeah, I could see that being Microsoft a really. Solid. Never allow it. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I could see that being a really good one though. Would you see it animated or live action? Because I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking live action, baby, Stargate uh, style. That. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely, I could see it going. Bro, I, way. I love Stargate. Uh, it, it'd definitely be easier to do it animated, uh, just because you have so much, a lot more liberty to deal with the assets than having to try to create sub, like create something in CGI and make it look good. Mickey, do you remember a movie called Alien versus Predator? Did you ever see it? Did you, okay, I did see it. It's actually the first of the series. That's that Starcraft. I saw. That's Star. That's the Starcraft yes. campaign in a movie, because there's Protoss, Terran, and Zerg in that movie. The, all yeah, three. all three are in there, dude. And what happens? The yeah, yeah, you have a you have a fucking yeah. A <laughs> there's fucking a zealot, zealot exactly. Yeah, have, dude. And there's even like photon then, cannons in it because the Predator has like a cannon thing. Yeah, dude. Uh-huh. And then they have to destroy the Zerg and escape because- with a big explosion. Do, do you know how dragoons are made? Oh no! Please tell me. Actually, they're actually they're zealots reincarnated. Are they really? What? Yes, they're zealots reincarnated. So pretty much like the photon cannon thing is pretty much like a zealot and dragoon combined. Oh, into one. Like, that's actually great, great <laughs> lore. Dang. Okay, there's a lot of room here for the StarCraft uh, adaptation. StarCraft has a lot of yeah, good lore. Yeah, I'm into it. And it'd be cool if they if they just it's did dope. the original too. Like if it's just like original, just StarCraft campaign. Yeah, I, like. And they have so many cool heroes. Like you have Kerrigan, you Jim have Rayner, you have Tassadar, Phoenix, Jim Rayner, like fucking yeah. awesome. Phoenix is yeah. Wait, dope. who's the one that was was Phoenix the zealot that died and then was turned into a dragoon and then yeah okay yes yeah like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that was sick yeah that's cool Matt. There's basically like in the original StarCraft campaign, like you have all your units just like in a regular role play like real time strategy game, but then there'd yeah. be like a hero unit that was obviously just way stronger and they were a different color. And they had different voice lines too. They're usually yeah. teal. They usually there was a hero named Phoenix who was the weakest Protoss unit, and then he dies, and then he becomes he gets like turned into the next unit by get what well, I don't know what happens to him exactly, but he dies, and then he's like a stronger unit no, later. Uh, like he 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 got surrounded by Zerg, and then he got obliterated. Yeah. and then, and then he turns into he, another he unit in a later good. mission, and he's like, I'm still here, but I'm a different. <laughs> well, it's 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 more so he, he he's just manning a carrier. Okay, well there you go. He he's inside. The they just it's not they like kept he, like, the same character. They forms. kept the same characters, but they put them in on different units due to the lore. And it was it's it was honestly genius mm. that they did that. Because Jim Rayner's in a in a battle cruiser. Yeah, that oh. yeah, but that that just, just gave me chills, bro. Yeah, ah, like he stole he stole okay. That oh shit. really? Okay, we need to play. We need to play Starcraft. Yeah. We did, yeah okay yeah, so yeah. you guys I'm gonna do the, we're gonna do the campaign very soon I, okay I'm in I'm in need to it's Matt like, you in Starcraft one or two one how long is it it's not that long uh we'll get chambers in we'll get chambers in on it all right all right I'll do it I'll do <laughs> all my right, best cool. cool all right we did it all right uh we, I want to see who's the who's the hot alien girl Kerrigan Kerrigan yeah yeah no Matt That's she's good. evil well, she's evil. She's well, she's a human that gets taken by the Zerg, and yeah, she gets brain. She, she, yeah, she gets turned into a Zerg, um, but she's originally yeah. human. Yeah, and I remember not... the mission where she gets taken. It's crazy. Harsh. 
It's crazy. Does she become uh, like a god or something? Pretty much. Well, she becomes like a hive yeah. mind person, right? Mm. No, no, she literally becomes okay. a god. Okay, wow. Well. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we're we're kind of hitting the 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 ceiling here with uh with the podcast recording. But anybody got anything else that they wanted to talk about? Uh, a bunch of nerds yeah, were stalking the face model for Spider-Man 2. Oh, um, my God. Stephanie I heard about Jones. that. Oh, so terrible. Stephanie God, Tyler Jones. Um, not the VA, but the she was used as the face model. Um, pretty pretty lame nerds. Do better. Uh, I feel bad for her. Apparently, this has turned her off from any future model work, which is a bummer. Dude. Um, yeah. Nerds. I hate Do nerds. Better. are the worst. Um, I hate them. That's uh that's all I got today. Uh you know, I, I don't know where I was going. Uh, I, I got I, I did have one more topic. We'll save it for the next time though, because we're we're bumping up to the ceiling right here. But Matt, yeah. Where could the good people find us online if they wanted to Woo! find us online? Everyone, as always, you can find us online at TFE Podcasts. That is at TFE Podcasts, an S at the end. Um, as well, you can find us, well, that's where you can find us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You can find our website, thanksforplaying.live, or you can shoot us an email at thanksforplayingpod at gmail.com. Mickey, you okay over there, boss man? <laughs> what just happened? I just read something. Okay, hilarious. what just happened? Okay. Uh, I just saw a meme that says, uh, CJ Stroud, he's got such good touch. Deshaun Watson probably wants. Oh a my god! Him. I don't know if Matt gets that joke, but Jesus, <laughs> I know. Does does he? What is Deshaun Watson? Deshaun uh, Watson, later, later. quarterback for the Browns, that mm. was accused of. Uh, basically, he was accused of going to uh, getting like sexual. He was going to massage parlors. He was going to massage, massage parlors or yeah. getting massages yeah, he was getting at home, happy and then he was. Like, yeah, inappropriate activity to put it lightly, and like twenty, yeah, a lot of women. Oh Jesus, not just a few, and they were all like, yeah, yeah, it's not a handful. It was a lot of people. Damn. So, all right, um, bad guy. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) continuing, continuing. Uh, Yeah, go to our Discord and the link tree on any of those, or go to our check out our YouTube, which should be in our link tree as well. Post a lot more content on there. Um. This is coming out on Thursday. Um, there should already be a Power World video on there for you to check out. A little preview of the game that we're super excited for. Um, and as well, uh, check out our streams on Twitch, YouTube, or pretty much someone everyone from someone from TFP will be streaming Monday through Thursday, pretty much, which is you know pretty cool. A little variety of streams for you. I'm going to be streaming some. Uh, you doing Kingdom Heart? Are you going back to the Kingdom Hearts playthrough? Or are you? No, I decided. On- <laughs> I forgot. I don't actually like Kingdom Hearts three. Um, so you I'm, like I'm, you played it for like one hour on stream. Yeah, bro, it was bad. Okay, I got to redo your description fun. on the Twitch channel then. I know. Yeah. I noticed you put that. Maybe I'll pick. I don't know. If I might do Kingdom Hearts two with mods, that might actually be more fun. Um, yeah, I'm gonna play through some Neon White, and we'll figure out what I'm gonna play after that. Uh, we got Lucas streaming some old school RuneScape, Mickey streaming League, and whatever else he feels like, and Chambers streaming Rocket League, the finals. Lethal Company. And many other things. Lethal Company. Yeah, I, I stream just like a bunch of random shit. It's a good time. Come hang out. And as well, um, go check out on YouTube, Work in Progress. Work in Progress well, Media. So I, Work in Progress Media, I believe. The YouTube channel is Work in Progress with three S's at the end, and then L O. Um, we hopped on our good friend Brent's podcast for, um, in about an hour last Friday, super fun discussion, kind of just discuss some of our hot takes, um, 
I again reiterated how Microsoft should buy Nintendo and how that is the best thing for everyone. Uh, go listen to it. It was a fun uh, episode to be on. And thank you again to Brent and Work in Progress Media for having us. Uh, all right, everyone. This has been. Thanks for playing. Catch you next time. Scooby-Doo-Bop! <laughs> <laughs>